Welcome, welcome, welcome to Three Funny Ladies. <laughs> that is Susan Jacokas. <laughs> that is Joseph Bali. I don't know how to say your last name. Weird. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, boy. So little. Uh, I'm watching Potomac. I can't believe I ever lived life without it. Um, we just moments before this finished the season three reunion. Oh, okay. Honey, honey. Wait till season four, hunty. Mm, are you still uh, in four? I'm in five. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, maybe it's five. Well, four is pretty explosive. Five is pretty explosive. So mm, I can't wait. It's so good. Um, what else? I've also started to watch Vanderpump Rules. You have? Are you enjoying it? I am. Joe's much further along than I am. I'm still at the tail end of season one. Okay. Yeah, I I love the Vanderpump. Um, I have a feeling, though, I'm wondering if I'm not going to like it anymore. Why? Because the whole Sandoval thing happened, and... I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like this big. I don't know. I just feel like maybe I'll be over it. Hmm. We'll see. Hmm, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see. And we'll let everyone know. Yep, we sure will. Because everyone's um, going to be dying to know all of the business that we have to say. Um, Peter quit smoking. Oh. He started the patch today. Wow. And then he promptly left his dinner on the dryer on his way out of the house so that's oh why he was mad anyway. why tonight why? oh tonight of all nights <laughs> how was the first week of school oh the first week of school was great um she didn't so she was nervous about her locker and opening her lock and i said i would be nervous too because i believe that i was cursed in a past life a uh, curse was put upon me where I have trouble opening locks, opening doors, putting like my charger into the phone, like shit like that, like little annoying shit. I've been cursed, you know? And so she was really nervous about it. So we got her lock and she practiced all summer and she was great. She was feeling good, feeling great. She gets to school. She's the only one without a locker. Yeah. How did that, do you know how that happened? Because there's a locker there, but there's no lock. And that the school requires their lock. Even though we said we would give the combination to her lock. So anyway, so then she had to, then no one else knew how to do their lock. Was it like a combination lock? Uh-huh. So then she had to do everyone's locker. She missed lunch one day because so many people needed her help. And Lily is the type of person that that just set her up for so much fucking success because she was just like so like her self-esteem was through the roof and she was like so happy. So she's having a great time so far. Nice. Yeah. Um, so there's that. What else? See, I did it again. I was like, oh, there's so many things to talk about. And now I I'm totally I don't know. Um, Taylor Swift crazy so here's the thing because you said you were gonna go i don't hear okay first of all tickets are 1990 or 1989 that's 
whatever. Yeah. So they're 1989. That's a lot for a movie. I don't care if it is. That's just a lot. And also, it occurred to me as I was looking to purchase tickets that people are going to act like they're at the concert. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so I don't know if I'm here for that. I mean, obviously, I would want to sing along and be, but I'm staying in my seat. My ass is staying in my seat. Okay. I, I, now in, in the AMC by us, it wouldn't matter because it's, it's elevated, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'd like to go. I just can't believe all the money that it's made already. I mean, I can, I guess, but it surpassed Marvel movies. It's so crazy. And they moved The Exorcist a week uh-huh. earlier because of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And another I'll... movie got moved, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I think all the movies that were scheduled to come out that week were like, so it's pointless. So <laughs> we'll just move it. Deuces, Swifties. Deuces, bitch, yes. So, yeah. But I'm also wondering if the rest of the movies that are already out will suffer because people are going to... because be loud and stuff because i don't know how soundproof because mm, yeah. once in a while you'll hear another movie yeah if for it's sure. like if you're watching like you know the piano right and, and then the fast and the like, furious tokyo right. drift is in the next because those two movies came out um <laughs> at the same time yeah same year <laughs> same you're year. gonna hear people drifting in the next almost at the next cabin you're gonna hear people in the next cabin and they're gonna be drifting all over the place you're, you're in cruise mode still <laughs> 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 um, so i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see i really because i think it's going to be released on disney plus yeah it'll be we'll have a chance to see it or i would like to see it those lines. i would like to see it on the big screen but see, but i also because it's a movie and not a concert environment like i said i wouldn't just be sitting there silently like i'm watching any movie but i don't want like somebody crying next to me like ah, i, I don't right. need that and like the screaming because like you can sing along but like if you're bad don't i, I want to hear her okay yeah so if all i can hear is you next to me then i don't want that so, ain't nobody got time ain't nobody for got that. time uh, through that um mitch mcconnell glitched again yep sure did sure did so that's crazy that's crazy pants um do we think it's strokes what do we think i don't know i haven't given him much thought (laughs) (laughs) just Um, another old white man who said i'm ruining the country uh jimmy buffett dead died dead (laughs) from a rare skin cancer margaritaville will do it (laughs) what happens when you're out in the sun too much man that's why i shun the sun (laughs) that's why i shun the sun (laughs) Who else died? Oh, Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Bob Dylan. Uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, Barb, uh, here's Barb the Barker. Barb Barker. He's been dead, you guys. So I I live, uh, I'm telling you the Mandela effect or whatever the fuck you want to, because he died and I was like, oh, but that's old news. So why do we care? Um, But he was 99. It's fine. Uh, Any other noteworthy things? I cast my show. Oh, oh, oh my god! Do you think any of them listen? And can you divulge information to me? Um, well, the cast list has gone out. Okay. So everybody knows. Okay. Um, it was it was a week. I was at yeah. Wayne State until midnight Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. 
no, sir. Mm-hmm. Gross. And then I had to, you know, work on top of all of that. And uh, so it was a, it was a week. It was, it was not bad though. It was not bad. Um, and then, so here's how it works there, right? So there are three shows that we're auditioning at the same time. Okay. And they can only be in one show per semester. These Don't kids. Don't even get me started. I can't even discuss that. So Thursday, uh, so we had generals on Tuesday and then Wednesday night we had our singing callbacks while Murder on the Orient Express had their callbacks. And then on Thursday we had our dance and acting callbacks while the Wolves had their callbacks. So after our callbacks on Thursday, our team all went into a room, had a big whiteboard, and just sussed out the cast. But we had to make two casts because then on Friday, all three of the directors met and we had to play the barter game. Right. Of I want this person, I want this person, who yeah. gets this person? But we ended up with every person that we wanted. We had to finagle some of the phantoms, but all of the principles are intact. I remember because uh, that would happen sometimes if shows were overlapping or what have you and um, people would get fought for for one show where they would be in like chorus and they were taken out of another show where they were like one of the leads and it's like why would you do that like that seems mean and yeah. also what <laughs> that's and how that happened again. it never happened to me but it, it I know of people that it happened to when I was there that's how we lost a couple of our phantoms because they were wanted for actual roles right. in one of the other two shows. So we we're like, well, of course they should go do. Yeah. No, there's a lot of directors who don't do that, buddy. That's crazy. They want what they want and they don't give a fuck. Now, what gender is your rank? Male presenting. Okay. But... Okay, please, please explain. We do have a female riffraff. I love that. I love that. I fucking love that. Okay. We have a female Eddie. Okay. And we have a male Columbia. Baby. So this guy must be really great. Who's Frank? Yeah. He was really great. He must be really great. Yeah, he was really great. So, yeah. Because so, if it was between two mediocre people, I think you would have taken the female presenting, probably. Yeah. And yes. And there was, yeah, he was really great. And in my mind, there was just nobody else who could do it. Like, <gasps> if, if we would not have been able to get him, I would have been really hard pressed to really say another name. Yeah. Oh, that's. Okay, so that kind of makes me feel good. Too, so. <laughs> we almost we almost had a female Rocky, um, but if that had been the case, I would have wanted a female Frank. Um, and then when it came down to it, I just had to go with the male Frank, and so we end up with the male Rocky. But it's very exciting. It yes. is. Yeah, all right. I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, you're still the reigning female. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> But I am jealous of the riffraff because I always said if we ever did it again, I would want to do riffraff. Um, if I couldn't do Frank, which I don't think anyone would want to see me do it again. That's not true. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I love that. 
Yeah. So we start rehearsals on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. How exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. excited. It's just, it's, this week has reminded me of being in production or like rehearsals. And I'm like, oh, I just don't like being away from home like that anymore. Like I fell behind on the shows and the book I'm reading. Like seriously, it's like, I could be like, when I find something very comforting, like Potomac is right now, it's like, I could be watching Potomac. Like, I don't need this shit. Yeah. I don't need this shit. I could yeah. be watching Potomac. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's good for us. Yeah, it probably isn't, but that's probably where, that's where we're at. And not. I'm not going to fight it. Um, I've been having a real hard go of it this week. Let me tell you something. So I go to sleep and I'm great and I'm fine. The first time I have to go pee, because I usually go once or twice. So now I go to get up and it's excruciating pain. And I come back to bed in excruciating pain. And now I am awake. I can feel the pain and I can't go back to sleep. And it's the sort of pain. So like my knees can hurt. Like if it's a, if the normal thing is one through 10, my knees can hurt at a 20 and it doesn't even phase me because I'm just used to it. And like, it doesn't hurt any more or less if I'm moving or not moving. So it's like, whatever, I'm used to it. It doesn't even, it doesn't even, like, I don't, like half the time I don't even think to take Tylenol. I'm just like, whatever. Mm. This hip pain. Oh, fucking shit. It is. Have you ever just had the kind of pain where you just kind of lay there and just whimper mm, and just try so. different? All right. Well, <laughs> now I'm very lucky that way. I like, I just whimper and like, I just try different position and nothing works. And it's just, fr- so I've been up since I had to pee the second time. The first time I was able to go back to sleep the second time. So it's been like three thirty. Four o'clock, something along those lines. I've been up since then, so it's great. It's fun. You didn't. You weren't able to sleep this afternoon. I did sleep for a little bit. Okay. I did sleep for a little bit, and it was great. It was okay. great, and and it wasn't long enough to where because what happens is when I wake up, once I'm in this office chair, I'm fine. The hip is fine. The back pain kicks in, but the hip is fine. I've got a lot of stuff going on, you guys. I'm just a hot mess. Um, but the hip is fine. Um. So it takes me about an hour to sort of warm up in the morning. And my nap was just long enough where I didn't have to re rewarm up. So okay. it was perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now I have one of these big pillows in place. So I'm going to go to sleep normally. And then after I pee, I'm going to put the big pillow in and I'm going to try sleeping, sitting up. Oh. You know how when you were little and you got sick and you had those pillows where it's the back and also the yeah. sides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have to sleep sitting up because your nose was so stuffy. Yeah. If you were about to say no, I was going to sleep. No, no, I've never, I've never. <laughs> I, cause I just had a memory of horrible pain I was in when we had gone to on vacation to Los Angeles. And while we were there, I had developed an abscess tooth. Oh my God. Don't even get, okay. Here's the, and thank you. Thank you for that. So because my life is not totally blessed. <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. Not only because I want to know that you've known real pain, but also because um, when my hip hurts tonight, I'll be like, it's not an abscess tooth. It's not because <clears> that, my friend, that was is not hell. I had that to find a hell. dentist while we were on vacation. 
Was it Memorial Day or Labor Day? Labor. It must have been Memorial Day. Oh, you're talking about tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. Labor Day. Um, Because my mom was in town and my tooth was going and I um had to wait because it was a holiday. Oh, so an extra day was, oh, oh God, it was, it was just, tooth pain is terrible. It just, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, God, even thinking about it gets me going. I can't, I can't. Did you watch Project Runway this week? I did. I did. I, I think this is why I stopped watching Project Runway and I've sort of picked up again is because it's so subjective. Yes. That because they were picking on, and I can't remember her name. Uh, Brittany? No, no, no. Laurence. Uh, nope. They're nope. the only two girls left. No, no, no. Before. Oh, Coteau. Yes. Yeah. They were picking on Coteau. But then, like, Britney's stuff would come out, and it's like, what are you, the fuck are you talking? Like, it's just so subjective. And I love Britney, and um, she should have gone home this week. Those pants. I didn't, honestly, I didn't love any of them. I actually like Laurence one, and I liked um, Bishmi. Bishmi's, and the one who went home. Oh, I didn't like his at all. Really? But I also didn't like Bishmi's either. And I love I mean, Bishmi. I mean, listen, I don't like any of that menswear that's like that. Um, like only like Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. Those are the two people that can get away with it. Everyone else, please don't. Well, unless you're one of those models from Project Runway. Um, but I liked their stuff. And I just really like, uh, what is his name? The one who went home. Rami. Rami. I wanted to call him Rafi and I knew that wasn't it. I really love him and yeah. I wanted him to win just cause I, he's just so nice. He just seems so nice and he's so talented and I wanted him to win. Um, and I, I love all of them, but. I, um, yeah. I hope I'm, I'm rooting for Bishmi. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. um, that place that they went to in that building uh-huh. was freaked me out. Yeah. It freaked me out too. Do you have any phobias? I do. I have, I do have a fear of heights, but I'm realizing that it's not as bad. It's not a real, it's not an actual phobia for me because I remember going over the Mackinac bridge. Pete was driving. Mm -hmm. This was God. when we first got together and I was being an idiot. And I was just like, look at that. Look down. He was like, you need to stop. Like Mm -hmm. he was white knuckling it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, I, I think I have a normal fear of heights and I think it's not the heights, it's the falling. So if I were in a place like that, I think that I might be able to actually get against the glass because I know I'm not going to fall, but to get on a ladder is different. So interesting. My hands are sweating right now talking about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, I always thought that was my biggest phobia and it's not my biggest fucking phobia. Oh, right. Of course. I know this answer. We were just, Joe and I were just talking about it yesterday is trypophobia oh my god see look i i'm getting i'm getting like even just saying the word i'm starting i'm rubbing my head 
I didn't realize it was a thing because I've had it since I was little. I used to have nightmares. Oh, oh God. I seriously, oh God. Oh, I'm truly terrified. And I know it doesn't make any sense, which is why it's a phobia. If you don't know what it is, it's um it's like um can you explain it? You know what it is. Yeah, it's it? like holes, but like things that are in the holes and don't quite fill up the whole hole, the whole hole. That's what it is. And now we're moving on. We wondered, um, we were watching one of our movies this week and oh, there was God. newspaper print that they zoomed real close in and they were just like dots. And Joe said, I wonder if that would trigger Suze's trip to Fanny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh, I almost just went to a, a panic attack. No. Oh God. I was nauseous before and I actually feel like I'm going to throw up. It's so fucking dumb. Um, no, if it's flat, it doesn't bother me. Okay. So like um, when people say like patterns, it's not patterns for me. It's the texture that it's more texture. So like there can be like a, a honeycomb pattern. Like you can have crazy pattern wallpaper. It's not going to bother me because I can touch it and it's flat. But ugh, ugh, you cut up into pomegranate and I want to like fucking run for the hills. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, God. oh my God. And it's so real. And I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't realize this was a real and true thing. I never told anyone in my life, not Peter, not anyone. Cause I thought it was crazy. I mean, I am, but for different reasons until I started uh my job that i've had now for 13 years and my work wife who was in the desk next to me we started talking about something and she had it too and that's when we looked it up we're like there's two of us like we thought we were the only two it was crazy and so then we looked it up and realized it's a real phobia and it has a name and blah 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 blah, blah. um so yeah no it fucking freaks me i want to know why though because nothing has happened it's not like i fell into a beehive i don't know like why that's the mystery of phobias like heights i get it something could happen to you nothing's going to happen to me if somebody hands me a pomegranate nothing's gonna happen it's gonna be okay and it terrifies the ever-loving shit out of me to the point where have you ever watched survivor or like any of those shows big brother amazing race when they have them do certain tasks and you're like and somebody is really complaining about it they used to do this on fear factor a lot and you're like now you know they had you fill out a questionnaire right. about what you were scared of yeah. i would lie i would lie like a dog i wouldn't tell them the truth what i'm really afraid of puppies they are terrifying <laughs> to me <laughs> Um, so yeah, that I have claustrophobia, mm -hmm. um, to the point where, um, oh, this is going to get me going too. to the point where if I'm sitting at my desk and Pete comes in and then Lily follows him and they're both just here, I can get like. Like, I literally had to say, you both need to leave. I can't, you're too close. You're too, like, I, it's, yeah. My phobias have gotten worse during the pandemic. Mm, good. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's a good time. So I have claustrophobia, that, and I, I fear escalators. I don't know if that's a phobia, hmm. but I fear escalators. But 
that's because my shoelace got stuck in an escalator once and almost ripped my foot off. So that comes from some, something. <laughs> and also thinking about escalators don't make me, I can get on an escalator. I'm just one of those people who has to stop and like eyeball it for a second. And, then get on. <laughs> um, and that's it. Do you just have heights? Uh, heights is a big one. Even though I know I'm not going to, my fear is that if I'm in a tall building, I'm going to trip and crash through the window, which I which I know is not going to happen. But that's sure, my sure. fear. So when I'm in a very tall building, which I try not to be, but I I walk like a very old man, hunched over with my arms out like this. Um, I can't bridges. I can't do bridges. Um, especially driving, I might be able to passage on a bridge, but it's best not to tempt fate and snakes. I can't, I can't even look at them when they're on the TV. Really? Yep. Yeah, can't even have to me. look away. Um, and so when some people find out that fear, especially they think it's funny. Like my friend, Ronnie Larson w- would just send me emails that I would open. It'd be a picture of a snake. Cause yeah, he thinks see, that's it's not cute. That's not funny. so funny. That's not funny. No. And claustrophobia, a little, not even a little bit. Um, I did get stuck in an elevator once and I thought it was going to die. I think there are certain situations that even if you don't have a phobia, like you might then have that phobia afterwards. But I think if you get stuck in an elevator, even if you don't have, because my mom had claustrophobia so bad, she wouldn't even take the elevator. Oh, wow. Like she would not. Which is why I got over my fear of escalators. (laughs) Um, Because we always had to take the escalator. And then sometimes our fears would just butt up against each other. And I'd be like, you take the escalator. I'm taking the elevator. I'll meet you on this. Because I can't do this. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't like hard shell bugs. Like beetles. Hmm. things of those nature i can't i cannot i cannot do roaches i can't do it spiders don't bother me snakes don't bother me now listen if i came up to a snake in my yard i'm gonna be alarmed sure but i don't i don't have a phobia of them um i'm trying i'm sure there's gonna be something i think of once we yeah no that's it Mm, check 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 that's it (laughs) i don't like crowds but that's not a phobia i just don't like people yeah that's just life that's just like like yeah right um yeah no my biggest one is trypophobia and that's fucking stupid and i hate that i have it and it really bothers me and but also luckily it's nothing that i really ever have to encounter right so that's a pretty safe one to have so it's the stupidest one to have and also the safest one to have. Uh, so I'm pretty lucky that way. The claustrophobia has gotten worse. Like even at night, cause I always go to bed before Peter does when he bends down to kiss. Sometimes he just lingers too long and I have to like, I'm like, you're too close to my face. I can't take it. Like, so that's gotten real bad. Um, but other than that, I am a picture of mental health. <laughs> Back in like my youth, when I was still a praying man, when I still believed in things, um, <laughs> because I was so afraid of being sent to prison, like wrongfully convicted. And <laughs> but I did. I never considered that a phobia. Oh no, me either. But I would just okay. it just it came into my mind because I was just imagine being like locked up in a cell. That's why I don't like entrapment shows like those. What would you do things? I don't like those. That's entrapment. I don't like it. Sorry, go ahead. 
So I would pray that I would not ever get falsely accused for something and sent to prison. Um, and then I would also pray for no nuclear war because that was the 80s. That's what we lived through all well, of the well, entire we decade. we saw that movie the day after. Yep. The, the day after. I was I, these are the two things that I was terrified in the 80s, nuclear war and aliens. Oh. Now the aliens are fucking here. And I'm like, hey, come on in. <laughs> you have any cool snacks? Where's your ship? Like I like I have no. But when I was little, I thought nuclear war and aliens. Yep. One of the two are going to get us because V was also around. Oh that yeah! Time. Oh my God, V. Yes. So those were my two biggest. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> the aliens are going to kill us, or nuclear war is going to kill us. Oh God. Um, oh God. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, those were my yeah right. And now yeah, I don't even care. Like now when they were like, oh, there's aliens. I'm like. Of course there's aliens. Yeah, duh. Like, it's stupid to think there aren't aliens. And it's funny, too. Like, whenever, I mean, this doesn't happen often, but if, like, say, if I get pulled over or whatever, and whenever I speak to a police officer, for if I ever have the occasion to, I always feel like I'm lying to them on the inside. Or that they think Me? that I'm lying to them. I could be, I could tell them the whole truth and nothing but the truth, even if it's bad, even if I'm like, cause I've said to police officers before, I don't have insurance cause I can't fucking afford it. So give me the ticket. Cause, and I still feel like I'm hiding something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I'm fucking incriminating myself, <laughs> I still feel like I'm hiding something. If I hear sirens, I'm like, Oh God, they found out, found out what? what? No one thinks about you. Um, so yeah, that's so. This neighborhood that we're in, I, we love all of our neighbors, but it's very. Nine, we've had to call. I think I've called nine one one three times in my life. Twice have been here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so we have cops on our street all the time. So, so a lot of times it's like huh. <laughs> they're gonna find out. They're gonna find out I don't fold my laundry. Out. They're gonna find out. They're going to find out that I washed it and I dried it three weeks ago, but it's still not full. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that fear. I always put that off to a past life, which I don't even know if I believe in necessarily, but I, I, I've kind of like, there must be some reason because it's not a phobia, but it's literally like, like when I watch our true crime shows or when someone's wrongly convicted, all I can think of is, oh my God, oh my fucking God, oh my God, that must be so terrible. Oh my God. Even if it's, even if the person's guilty, when I watch sentencing, all I can think of is, oh my God, they're going to go, oh God, they're going to go to jail. Oh my God. Oh my God. That'd be so horrible. And I get myself worked in a tizzy. Yeah. I can't even imagine wrongfully convicted like being in jail for 25 30 years for something you did not it would be do. bad enough if you were guilty like even yeah. if you were guilty you would be like well this fucking sucks i should yep. have done that thing but to but to be innocent yep and no one once you are in that jail no one believes you no nope. everybody's innocent so nope. if you were like well i didn't do it they'd be like yeah i didn't do it either no i honestly really didn't do it um yeah oh god that scares the absolute ever-loving shit out of me yep holy shit <laughs> All right, well, bye, guys. I'm going to go uh, cry in a corner. Um, yeah, all right. Well, that's it. I'm so glad we could. <laughs> so glad we could talk today, you and I, uh, because now I want to throw up. Um, are we ready to talk about our person? Do Let's talk about our person. Else? All right. Let us. Come on, computer. Today, we are talking about. 
Nicole Mary Kidman. Mary. Oh, Mary. Oh, Mary. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, hunty Mary. Um, <laughs> Nicole Hunty Kidman. <laughs> That's an amazing name. Um, Nicole Mary Kidman was born on June 20th, 1967 in Hallelujah. In Hallelujah. In Hallelujah. Oh, no, sorry. Hawaii just reminded me of something that we have to talk about. What the fuck is Oprah thinking? What is what? Oh, she's doing something with The Rock. Yeah. Her and The Rock are asking American citizens to donate money to Hawaii, which they need it. There it fires all so all sorts of horrible things. There are horrible things. Oprah, Oprah, you have not only is she a billionaire and she could literally fix a problem all by herself, but she has land that she purchased there. She hired a private fire crew to protect her land oh, wow. when she knew the fires were coming. She hired a security crew so that no one could get on her land. She has enough land to help everyone who's been displaced. Wow. And instead is asking the American people who have to choose between mortgage or food to help her and the rock raise money. Honey, you can fix it by yourself. You could, she could literally fix it by herself. Yeah, that's disappointing. I hate when people disappoint me. Yeah, same, because it's like fucking Oprah. Yeah, because I love Oprah. I and here's to... the thing, Do- and Dolly would do it, and then she wouldn't even tell anybody. Oh, for sure. She probably already did. She probably already did, and no one's figured it out yet. <laughs> and she just and she won't even tell anybody. Ever. Meanwhile, meanwhile, to look good, Oprah goes with The Rock and says, hey, everybody, give us a fuck, a fuck all the way off. Hey, Oprah, how about you give me money? How about yeah, that? give me money and I'll fix Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Give me a billion dollars. I'll fix, I'll fix Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll fix it because it makes great sense to not do a, a great a great thing in your own name. So give it to me. <laughs> so give it to me and I'll do I'll it. Do it. Okay, sorry. Just had to. I knew there was one other. No, thing. that's disappointing. Yeah, it's really. I mean, The Rock. Who gives a shit? It's The Rock. Like, yeah. whatever. I have no expectations. <laughs> one way or the, another. One way or another for The Rock. Okay. Um. She was born in Hawaii while her Australian parents were temporarily in the United States on student visas. Hmm. Her mother is a nursing instructor who edited her husband's books and was a member of the women's electoral lobby. Her father, Anthony Kidman, was a biochemist and clinical psychologist and author. Oh, God, they didn't do much, huh? Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. She also had a, has a younger sister, Antonia Kidman, who's a journalist and TV presenter. Hmm. Um, she has dual citizenship uh, in Australia and United States. She is English, Irish, and Scottish ancestry. Um, she was given the Hawaiian name, oh boy, Hokuleni, meaning heavenly star. Oh. Um, the inspiration came from a baby elephant born around the same time as her. Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> When Kidman was born, her father was a graduate student at the University of Hawaii. Uh, 
he became a visiting fellow at the National Institute of Mental Health in the United States. Hmm. Uh, opposed the Vietnam War. Her parents participated in anti-war protests while living in Washington, D- Washington, D.C. I have to do it every time, sorry. Having moved there shortly after Kidman's birth. Her family eventually returned to Australia three years later. She grew up in Sydney where she attended Lane Cove Public School and North Sydney Girls High School. She was enrolled in ballet at the age of three and showed her natural talent for acting during her primary and high school years. Kidman has said she first first aspired to become an actress upon watching Margaret Hamilton's performance as the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz. I mean, who hasn't? Exactly, as as you do. And as I literally did. Um, She revealed that she was timid as a child, as is every actor. Uh, I I am very shy, really shy. I even had a stutter as a kid, which I slowly got over, but I still regress into that shyness. So I don't like walking into a crowded restaurant by myself. I don't like going to a party by myself. Um, during her teenage years, she attended the Phillip Street Theater alongside fellow actress Naomi Watts and the Australian Theater for Young People, where she took up drama and mime. Ugh. As she, <laughs> as she found acting to be a refuge. Owing to her fair skin and naturally red hair, the sun drove her to rehearse in the halls of the theater. A regular at the Phillip Street Theater, she was encouraged to pursue acting full time, which she did by dropping out of high school. I mean, not. A choice that I would make, but it's not for me to say. Oh, uh, dude, dude, God, she's so pretty. Um, boop, 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 boo, do, 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 holds, please. Okay. She was married to Tom Cruise from what? 19- I know. Isn't that shocking? <laughs> um, from 1990 to 2001. And has been married to country singer Keith Urban since 2006. Kidman met Cruz in 1989 while working on the set of Days of Thunder, a film in, a film in which they both starred. And they married on Christmas Eve 1990 in Colorado. While married, the couple adopted a daughter and a son. And then on the 5th of February 2001, the couple spokesperson announced their separation. Cruz filed for divorce two days later, and their marriage was dissolved later that year with Cruz citing irreconcilable differences, meaning she didn't want to be a Scientologist anymore. Exactly. Um, in a 2007 interview with Mary Claire, Kidman noted the incorrect reporting of a miscarriage early in her marriage. It was wrongly reported as a miscarriage by everyone who picked up the story. So it's huge news and it didn't happen. I had a miscarriage at the end of my marriage, but I had an atopic pregnancy at the beginning of my marriage. Um, in the June 2006 issue of Ladies Home Journal, Kinman revealed that she still loved Cruz despite their divorce. He was huge, still is. <laughs> what are we talking wow. about? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know that, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> His dick, amazing. <laughs> I hated <laughs> to leave him. It's in Ladies Home Journal. That cock, exquisite. That cruise cock is nothing to sneeze at. Lily Allegedly. just looked at me. I didn't realize she was in the bathroom. She opened the door and looked at me. To me, he was just Tom, but to everyone else, he is huge. Oh, so he slings it around. Okay. But he was lovely to me, and I loved him. I still love him. In addition, she expressed shock about the divorce. See, I think that she agreed to do all that. I think that she agreed to make it sound like he broke up with her. Oh, a lot of contracts signed. Oh, for sure. 
2015, former Church of Scientology executive Mark Rathbun claimed in a documentary film that he was instructed to facilitate Cruz's breakup with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Cruz's auditor further claimed Kidman had been wiretapped on Cruz's suggestion. Jesus. In an interview with Tina Brown at the 2015 Women of the World Conference, she expressed that the attention surrounding her at the time of her divorce from Cruz led to increased public attention to her career, stating, out of my divorce came work that was applauded. So that was an interesting thing for me. Oh, Okay. Uh, prior to Marion Cruz, Kidman had been involved in relationships with Australian actor Marcus Graham and Tom Berlinson. In the film Cold Mountain brought rumors uh, that an affair between Kidman and co-star Jude Law was responsible for the breakup of his marriage. Both denied the allegations and Kidman won an undisclosed sum from the British tabloids that published the story. Oh my God, and I forgot about this. She began dating musician Lenny Kravitz in 2003 before she became engaged to him almost said engorged to him um but they ultimately decided to break off their engagement um and she was also romantically involved with rapper q-tip oh remember q-tip <laughs> remember that guy <laughs> Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, during an interview for Vanity Fair in 2007, Kidman mentioned that she had been secretly engaged to someone later revealed to have been Lenny Kravitz prior uh, to her present relationship with New Zealand Australian country singer Keith Urban, who she met in 2005 at Good Day LA, an event honoring Australians. They married on June 25th, 2006. Uh, Regarding her relationship with Urban, Kidman said, we didn't really know each other. We got to know each other during our marriage. Okay, that's, oh, okay. that's a weird way to way to go about it, but okay. Um, buddy, the couple's first daughter was born in 2008 in Nashville. In 2010, Kidman and Urban welcomed their second daughter via gestational surrogacy, also in Nashville. She was brought up Catholic and remains practicing. She attended Mary... McKillop Chapel in North Sydney, uh, following criticism by Catholic leaders regarding her role in the Golden Compass as anti anti Catholic, Kidman told Entertainment Weekly that the source material had been watered down a little, and that her religious beliefs would prevent her from taking a role in a film that she perceived as anti Catholic. So Whatever. yeah, she was never a fucking Scientologist. No, my God, never. Since her divorce from Tom Cruise, she has been reluctant to discuss Scientology. Yeah, because that killer, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, she supports women's rights, which good. Uh, what? <laughs> what? She, a woman? she wants <laughs> women to have rights. That is outrageous. Um, and that's really about it. I don't think she speaks to her kids. This is what I want to talk about. Those yeah. children, they're like David Burka's first marriage twins. They're nowhere to be found. Yes, but listen to this. Please. There is a rumor because if you look at the boy and you look at Tom Cruise next to each other, people are like, aside from him being clearly half black, that is Tom Cruise's biological son. Oh, Pull up their pictures. I will he do looks that. exactly like Tom Cruise. Wow. What's his name? Connor? Connor Cruise. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. That is his biological son, my man. Wow. 
It's like um, Mia Farrow's kid with Woody Allen, who looks just like Frank Sinatra. Right. Um, Satchel was his original name. I know. Yeah. Ronan. Um, Yeah, it's just weird how we never see those kids. Yeah. Um, Scientology. Yeah. I'm sure. That is fucking great. And here's the thing about Scientology. Sorry, off on a tangent for one quick second. No. I don't truly believe that a star of his fame actually practices it the way other people practice Scientology. Um, like, I don't think, this is my personal opinion. I don't think he went through all the levels. I don't think he paid for all the stuff. I don't think he did. I think that Scientology was like, hey, we need somebody. Tom Cruise seems interested. Open the doors. Right. I I don't think he did any of that stuff. I think he uh, believes in it now, but I don't think he believes in it to the level that people really think he does. I think he just likes, they revere him. He's like Zeno. He's right. And he wouldn't have married Nicole Kidman. If he was truly as as, uh, as much of a Scientologist as people want him to think. Want and us then to think. Katie Holmes also. Right. He wouldn't have married either one of them. So I forgot he was married to Katie. Wow. wow. And Mimi Rogers. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's her. That's her personal life. Well, thanks. Thanks, Suze. Come. <laughs> um, so here's some things about her career. She made her film debut in the Australian drama Bush Christmas, which sounds dirty. It was a porno. (laughs) (laughs) Four years later, she starred in... Oh, nobody cares about that. Um, Her big breakthrough came in 1989 with the thriller Dead Calm, which is really a good movie. I've never seen it. She's straight on a boat. Yes. So good. Uh, she followed this with her Hollywood debut opposite Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. Uh, she then, uh, not then, her role as a homicidal weather forecaster in To Die For won her a Golden Globe for Best Actress in 1996. Uh, she worked with Tom Cruise again in Far and Away and also in Eyes Wide Shut in 1999. Did you see Eyes Wide Shut? I did. Oh my God. So did I. Oh my God. I hate it so much. Oh my, me too. I'll it's never get worst. that time back. I know. On my deathbed, I'll be like, I could have used this <clears> four <throat> hours. <laughs> if only I didn't see if eyes only... wide I... shut. shut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> um, in, two, in 2001, she appeared in the musical Moulin Rouge. Uh, for which she received her second Golden Globe Award and her first nomination for the Academy Award for Best Actress. That same year, she appeared in the horror thriller The Others. Oh, that movie. Oh, that movie is so good. It's so good. It's one of those movies, which I think there are probably three, where I, like, audibly gasp when you realize what's what's what. They do it so well. Oh, they do. And then you're like, oh, my God, this is so... And then... You gasp, and then you're so sad. Yes, it is so sad. But yeah, it's oh. such a great, great movie. Okay. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. <laughs> Before we spoil it. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, 
is for her portrayal of writer Virginia Woolf in the drama The Hours, which is my favorite film of all time. Really? She received the Academy Award for Best Actress, becoming the first Australian to win that award. Following her Oscar, she starred in Lars von Trier's Dogville, which I've never seen. I hate Lars von Trier. The movie is like three hours long, but I'm so intrigued because it also has Lauren Bacall in it, and I just love her so much. What Joe's like, movie? it's called Dogville. Joe, every time I bring it up, Joe's like, you would hate it. Um, is that? Isn't she in a movie where it all takes place in one black room or something? That's it, and they draw on the that- floor like the town. Oh, it's yeah, like, no, no, yeah, like an our town type of situation. Absolutely, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> uh, she was in Cold Mountain, which um, every time that comes up on Mad TV, they did a Family Feud sketch. That one side was the cast of Cold Mountain. And I forget who was playing Renee Zellweger, but she just kept saying, you ain't ever going to get Cold Mountain. <laughs> so that's what we always say when Cold Mountain ever comes up. Uh, she appeared in The Stepford Wives rabbit hole in 2012 she appeared in the hbo biopic hemingway and gellhorn uh for which she received her first emmy award nomination she played princess grace kelly in grace of monaco she played an evil taxidermist in paddington i've never seen those movies and i want to uh and then of course she went on to uh, the Big Little Lies show for which she did win the Emmy Award for Lead Actress in a Limited Series. Uh, that's the first season of that is so fucking good. Um, if you've not seen, she's just been in a lot of things. Nine, the musical, which I do love. Nobody likes it but me. Um, Secret in Their Eyes, which she starred in with um, Julia Roberts, that people don't really know that movie. It's not I've great. Never heard of it. Um, the Killing of a Sacred Deer, which Joe keeps trying to get me to watch. She's in Aquaman, um, The Prom, which I hated, being the Ricardos, which we both hated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, her theater, uh, she actually just is in, well, backtracking to TV, she's in that special ops lioness, which uh, the season finale is tonight. I have never heard of this. What is this? It's the guy who did... Yellowstone created it. Taylor. Oh, okay. I was going to say Taylor Lautner, um, but that's not who that is. I thought Taylor Lautner. Taylor Swift. Taylor Sheridan. Maybe that's his name. Taylor Swift. That's his name. That's what it is. That's what it is. Taylor Swift. On stage uh, in 1988, she played Shelby in Steel Magnolias. Uh, I think this must be in Australia. Yeah. Or maybe in London. At the York Theater. Um, she did the Blue Room on Broadway, and she did Photograph 51 in London. And that is her career. That's her. That's Nicole Kidman, you guys. That's who she is. That's who she is. If you didn't know her before, <laughs> now you, you do now. Slightly <laughs> Nicole Mary Kidman. <laughs> Nicole Oh Mary Kidman. Oh Mary Kidman. <laughs> Um, so my movie's first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I decided, you guys already knew this, that I was going to watch Practical Magic because I've never seen it. And I've heard a lot of things and it's like a cult classic. So I watched it. Um, you, you were, you're indifferent. Yeah. Yeah. 
You are too. Yeah. Like I can sort of see why it's a cult classic because it gives a vibe. Like it gives a fall, witchy, dark, rainy vibe. And I, I like that mood. So I can see that. And they're both really good. And oh my God, Stucker Channing and Diane Weist, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. They're the two reasons why I cannot believe I've never seen this movie before. Yeah. And they're just, they're great. Um, But yeah, I wasn't, I was just like, "Eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I thought it started out strong, but then it just got so typical. And also Aiden Quinn is, what I'm about to say is going to sound absolutely ridiculous, but I think more people are going to agree with me uh then they realize aiden quinn is the most perfectly named man ever okay like picture him yeah and then realize that his name is aiden quinn and you're like he was oh, yeah. perfectly named that tracks yeah he is 100 an aiden quinn i will also say that this film really like feels very late 90s to me the um Oh no, that was the other movie, not this movie. Yes, it's very nineties. The uh, when she was walking to uh, Rose Apothecary, I'm sorry, her store. That is exactly what I was thinking, and I almost said it to Joe, and I didn't. It's Rose Apothecary. It like, it's so looks just same. like it. Yes, I, like I I looked up where they filmed because I was like, did they use the same fl-? like that's how much it looks like, and everything's white. All yep. her, yeah. I was like, that's. I wonder if they based Rose Pocket there. I can't say the word off of the store of Practical Magic. That's huh. how similar they are. Maybe Dan Levy loves this movie. I wouldn't doubt it. It looks like a movie that Dan Levy would love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and also that soundtrack is just so late nineties girl empowerment. And we have a common bond about one of the songs in this film. And I forgot from this movie because we both experienced it at the same place (laughs) (laughs) what about the studio oh my god it was on a loop it was on a fucking loop on that big screen (laughs) yeah so you experienced it much more than i did yes because i worked there so i'd be like this kiss is coming up (laughs) (laughs) but yes i remember being in the warner brothers store in new york and it was on the big screen this kiss by faith hill and i was like now what is this song Uh Mm -hmm. and then i bought a Mm scooby-doo hat Uh um (laughs) as you do as you do (laughs) um and alan silvestri who uh did back to the future ah wrote the score Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, nice mm -hmm. nice um it was released in 1998 it's an american fantasy romantic drama they just put all the words in there um it's based on a novel by alice hoffman and i was like alice hoffman she i i know her but i just know her from this because i looked at the books she'd written and i was like i don't know any of these other books so i just know her from this apparently yeah i've never read this book although now i must say that i am intrigued to see how it's different um yeah just that oh sorry go ahead the whole last act with that possession thing was not it seemed tacked on i agree with that 100 percent um and oh this was what i was going to say about the 90s um because she very much dressed like elaine bennis 
Uh, yes. Like with the silky skirts, but then like the chunky loafer. Yep, 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 um, yep. Which I'm sorry, I still think looks good. I could never pull it off, but I like it on other people. Um, I liked, I love Nicole Kimmon in this. I yeah, really I she wish good. she would go back to her red hair. It's just, she's stunning, stunning. I like everyone in it. Even little Evan Rachel Wood. Who is in everything. It's crazy. Yeah, she's great. Stalker Channing, I could listen to her talk all day. I love her and Diane Weiss. Yep, face. Yep. It, they're just great together. And I want I wrote in my notes that I want to grow up to be them. Like I want to dress like them and walk around the little town square with a little parasol <laughs> and ridiculous clothing, like Victoria era clothing, yeah. and yeah. just live my best. <laughs> non-man having life <laughs> um yeah it, it's i can see why it was a cult classic i can see why people loved it in the 90s um but i it was just kind of like meh. yeah totally meh. Meh. meh totally meh and i um just hate at the end how it's like yay now we like witches right it's like ugh. we were it's so just... long before oh that's a long deal. Oh my God, Margot Martindale. I was like, because when they first show her in the story, I was like, is that Margot Martindale? Yeah, who doesn't speak until much later. Also, the woman doesn't age. No. Um, and I also like that other actress who worked in the store too. Chloe Webb. Uh, I love her. From um, Tales of the City, the first time around. Um, did you ever did you watch Tales of the City? No, what is that? Oh my god, it was on PBS. It was a little miniseries. You'll uh, you'll need to come over and watch it with me. Okay. Mm. Oh, I wonder if I should. Hmm. Aiden Quinn, while being perfectly named, I can only think of Benny and June whenever I see him. Mm. Um. Mark Fjallstein? Yes, I kept thinking he was Breckenmeyer, and I'm like, that's not Breckenmeyer. <laughs> I know it's not Breckenmeyer because I hate Breckenmeyer. I think that's Travis Birkenstock. He that's his character in Clueless. Oh, uh, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, so yeah, it's just like I would put it on a Halloween rotation when I wasn't really paying attention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not, eh, it's it is what it is, it's fine. Yeah, um, I have to just give this a shout out, Kevin Zach Z A K is uh on instagram he is one of the funniest people that i have ever followed anywhere okay he is he just makes up these crazy mostly gay uh things um he loves nicole kidman um so for the end of the year like when everyone gets their spotify playlists Mm -hmm. uh for 2022 uh he made this thing that says your year just 2022 wrapped. You listened to 485 artists this year, but one ruled your world. Your top artist this year was Margot Martindale saying, ladies, let's clean house in practical magic. <laughs> so follow Kevin J. Zach if you don't, because it is well worth the follow. That's hilarious. Yeah. I got a feeling when she said it too, I was like, yeah, let's. Um, <laughs> I just love her. Oh my so god, she is. Okay, movie. Yeah, it was fine. I liked that there weren't a lot of men in it. Um, yeah, 
That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not a lot to say, really. It's just yeah. like it's fine. It is yeah. what it is. Yep. Um, and so what did you watch? I uh, yes, this uh watched uh To Die For. To Die For from 1995, directed by the great Gus Van Sant. Uh, based really on the Pamela Smart case That's from right. 1989. That's right. And it's funny, I was looking her up while I was watching the movie, Pamela Smart, and she was just denied parole this year. She was denied parole. Yeah, they won't let her out. Which is probably good. So, Well, hold hold your horses. Okay. Because the guy that did the shooting, yeah. he got like five years. I did see that. So in comparison... It's yeah, I get that. And I know that there are, I mean, he was a, a juvenile. He was a minor. And that doesn't excuse what he did. Um, but just if you don't know to die for, she plays a meteorologist for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. uh, who is striving to be on television at any cost uh, and gets involved with these three high school students who she coerces to kill her husband played by matt damon um matt Matt dylan thank you i was like that is right (laughs) matt dylan uh and yeah and then uh that's really about it yeah um um, okay go ahead sorry you like this movie here's the thing about this movie i'm just gonna spoil it for you guessing about me Everyone is apeshit about this movie. Like, critical darlings. Love this movie. I wonder if it's because it was based on a true story and it happened so close to that true story happening. Or did it? Or was it? It was in, that was in 89. This came out in 95. And it is uh, based on a woman wrote, Joyce Maynard wrote a novel called To Die For, which was based on the Pamela Smart case which came out, I think, in 1992. Um, but I've never been able to fully embrace it for whatever reason. I think, I think she's good in it. I think part of, part of it for me is that you don't really ever know who she is as yeah, a person. You don't, here's the thing. You don't care about anybody. Yeah. Like the person that yeah. I cared most about was the teenage girl. Yeah, she's great. And yeah, because she was so good. Um, and because all of that is true as well yeah um but like i didn't care about nicole kid which is she played it the way she was directed you can it's not a misfire it's the way the movie is constructed and directed like she played it how she was supposed to but in that i don't give a shit about her and here's the thing matt dylan to me not attractive really no oh wow he just looks like a dude wow huh you know what i think it is i don't like his voice and i don't and so yeah so whenever he is playing what is supposed to be like this super hot like oh my god look at him jan (laughs) i'm like yeah i don't care you want him to die like you're just waiting for him to die die, but you know (laughs) You know who I think is very good in this movie is Joaquin Phoenix. He is. He is really good. That and- scene where they're in the photo booth 
And he just has those expressions on his face when she's like touching him and being flirty mm-hmm. with him. Oh my God. I think mm-hmm. he is so he is really good. good in this movie. When the movie started, it was opening credits and Joe was like, this music is so weird. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds like Tim Burton. And then like two minutes later, it was like music by Danny Elfman. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, oh, okay. um, but also still weird for this movie, I think. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, and the other thing I was like, these are the longest opening credits. That was very ever. long. Ever. Yeah. And you can't skip over them because it gives a little information. Yes, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. And I don't like Ilana. How do you say her first name? Oh, that Ileana Douglas. She. Oh, I'm going to be so sad about what you say. I don't dislike her. She gets cast in a very specific type of role. Yes. And the character that she's always cast as, I don't like. Okay. Is what it is. I adore her. I love her. I love when the first time she comes skating over to talk to the interviewer, she falls. <laughs> um, I did laugh more this time around than I I think. I've probably seen it two other times before this, but. Oh, yeah, um, I didn't laugh at all. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me that it was supposed to be funny. Yeah, it was difficult. I like, I wanted to choose a comedy, and I knew that The Stepford Wives and Bewitched were out, because I've seen both of them, and they're both terrible. They're so I thought I would give this one another go. Um, And then you get Baby Baby Joaquin Phoenix and Baby Baby Casey Affleck. My God, they're so young. Little babies. Yeah. Little baby boys. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, you just don't, like, you don't know. She's just this pillar of ambition and that's all you know about her yeah yeah and And i just wanted some nuance i guess yeah and like yeah it's just everyone sort of you don't like anyone you don't dislike anyone yeah holland taylor wasted wasted i think she has one line yeah maybe two who was the sister? Susan Trailer is her name. And I looked her up because I, and nothing in her credits. Okay, so I'm you like, had the same problem that I And had. even the name, when I looked, I'm like, oh, Susan Trailer with a Y, T-R-A-Y-L-O-R, not like Trailer Home. Um, but yeah. I meant Susan at first. I was like, <laughs> and her name, I had to look it up, Susan, <laughs> but S-U-S-A-N. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yes. Yeah. I kept looking at her like yep. she's from something. Yep. She doesn't look like that anymore. Yep. But I know who she is. And I I looked over to her and I was like, she's not any how who she looks like somebody. Yep. I don't you know I couldn't. She kind of looked like at certain points, Laura Linney. Hmm. Like there was one, it was just for a split second, the way she turned, I was like, is that Laura Lynn? No, it's not Laura Linney. Yeah. Weird. So she looks like somebody else is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pamela Smart is still in prison and there, there are people convinced that she didn't do it. And so. Really? Yeah. To the point where I, I think there's an innocence project working to get her out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't Here's, know all the ins and outs of the case. Listen, I honestly, I could go either way. But I truly believe there are people who are just 
so stupid with the way they conduct themselves. I think this is why I'm afraid of entrapment. (laughs) (laughs) There are people that are just so clueless with the way they conduct themselves and how they make their decisions that it would be so easy to pin something on them. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Like, don't put yourself in situations that can be construed as something else. So that's why part of me is like, um, I don't believe in one way or the other to have a, a, an opinion on it. But yeah, there's, I think there's an innocence project working to get her up because their main thing is too, for the sentences that the shooter got. And I think the other kid was in prison too. Um, that has now become cruel and unusual that she is still in prison when she technically did not kill anyone. But she did fuck that kid when he was 15. She totally Mary Kay Letourneau'd him. I'm sorry. I kind of forgot that part of it. (laughs) Well, she fucked that kid. I was like, oh, she fucked that kid. I'm going to get t-shirts made. She fucked that kid. kid. (laughs) Me and our merch drop. (laughs) Oh my God. I have, I've forgotten to say this the past two times. We are now well, Susan, into our third year of doing this show. That is insane to me. I forgot to mark the occasion a couple of weeks ago. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Three years we've been doing this. That is is nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't even know how many episodes we've done. But our first t-shirt will say, she did fuck that kid. (laughs) Three funny ladies. (laughs) Hashtag three funny ladies. Uh, Oh, who's the advertising wizard that came up with that campaign? (laughs) Go to parent-teacher conferences. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. J. Coax, why that shirt is inappropriate. Oh, it's a joke. I mean, it's fine. You need to go to the principal's office. You need to leave. Um, <laughs> the tone with which you said it, too. Because it made it sound like a different kid that had nothing to do with. It's a little known fact about her. Well, she did fuck that kid. <laughs> Like, like it would be like when you go play trivia at a bar. What other thing is Pamela's Mark famous for? Well, she did. She fucked that kid. Oh, I got that. You guys, I got this. I got this. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. Ooh. You're right. Was she charged with it? I don't even know. I should have done more research, but I didn't. You should have done more research on the person we weren't supposed to be <laughs> yeah. talking about. Um, I'm actually going to look it up super quick because I don't even know that she was charged with that. Yeah, they may have been like, because mm. everyone went to jail in the 80s. They True. just threw people in jail with impunity. So it's, and her husband was such a cutie pie. 
Uh, I don't think so. Just says she was convicted of being a accomplice to first degree murder. Accomplice to first degree murder, conspiracy to yeah. So she didn't even she didn't even get um statutory. Yeah, that's crazy. Seriously, that's nuts. Yep, I that's very surprising to me. And I remember because it was a big deal in People magazine. Oh, it, fuck it was yes. ever oh, fuck yeah. Oh um, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um because people didn't like her because she would look nice for court. That's right. Remember? I because do it was now. The 80s bang, yep, yep, yep. And she was oh because she was young. She was in her 20s. Yeah, she was 22, I think, when she started working at the school. Yeah, she was super young. I, yeah. Maybe that's why she was he 15. He was 15, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um and so, there's an HBO documentary about her too. Oh. Called Captivated, probably, The Trials of Pamela it. Smart. Um uh you know, it's sort of like, and here's the problem. It's like when it comes to Pam Smart and you look at the, um, like her and People Magazine and why people didn't like her. Like literally people didn't like her because she would look cute for court. And it's like, she's 22. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Um, and then to know the, like the kid who did the actual shooting was out in like five years or something ridiculous. And she's still in prison. And I think it's because when I think about that, I think, well, she's still there because whether she did it or not, nobody liked her. Right. That's why. And so if that's why, then I have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's just weird. Um, so we talked about Pam Smart. Should we talk about Eileen Wernos now? I mean, what else? <laughs> Pam Hop. Um, <clears throat> that crazy bitch. <laughs> She, she did not fuck a kid so um all right it's a tag <laughs> um, so, well, you know, both movies were just kind of meh yeah i agree i agree i think maybe she's just a better dramatic actor than comedic for sure or makes more interesting dramatic choices yes yeah yeah but she did like she did a good i'm sure that she did it exactly the way she was directed to do it yeah uh, uh, maybe she wasn't i don't know who knows it was okay it was serviceable yeah serviceable Ser- serviceable it was um, put downable as they say on scaring and sharing hosted by brandy joe Planbeck and jeremy <laughs> rusk check it out um so yeah that's it that's that's do you know what we're doing next week you know what i had something but now i need to it needs to be a surprise now because i need to check something out and get with you so oh you're gonna get with me (laughs) so just come back and it'll be uh it'll be a surprise it'll be a surprise i'm not even gonna watch whatever it is i'm just (laughs) you're just gonna wing it i'm just gonna wing it i'm just gonna watch something and we'll see if they match So, all right. Uh, if you want to write us an email, you can write us at funnyladies.gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at 3 Funny Ladies Podcast. Slide in those DMs. And also, smash that like button. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did fuck that kid. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Back. We'll keep coming back.
keep keep coming back. Um, <laughs> see you next week. Okay, bye bye okay. now. Bye bye now.